the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we survived the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Welcome back for episode 165 of the Working Fans Podcast. Today, we are doing a live 531 on Claudio Castagnoli Dream Matches. As always, we are brought to you by the Pro Wrestling Vault Volume 1 and Lance by Chance, both written by Vinnie Barry, available at WrestleVille.com. And all the following books are available on amazon.com including super vows and potty de written by friend of the show kevin kelton we've got i'll be here all week and all that's left written by ward anderson blood and fire the unbelievable real life story of wrestling's original chic how not to suck at comedy by pat oates and matt memories written by john arezzi we are brought to you by the great people over at connecticut people records and our wrestling commentary home of new heights wrestling so let me bring in dave and aj and we will start today's show all right everybody top five claudio matches as we discussed in the show earlier with producer joe aj are you ready oh i'm ready first of all joe keeps burying the lead over there he's not mentioning his book he's actually coming out with producer by chance by producer joe it's going to be a fantastic book it's incredible three-year journey here on the working fans podcast breaking news check it out he now does I put pressure on him that he has to write the book. So He does the work, so you don't have to. Hey, I want to do something a little different today. I want to start off with my own list. Oh, so you don't want anybody spoiling your list is what you want. You want to give it, give it out there before anybody else can come up with a good name. I just thought I came up with a pretty creative list today. And Absolutely. I didn't have to so I'm sure I can't wait to hear about May Young. Go ahead. Some of these names. Actually, why don't you? Well, you go too. We'll go together. All right, so I'll go first. Sure, we'll start off. All right. I got, for Claudio, I got Terry Funk. 
There's a guy that maybe he doesn't have like the same build or necessarily the same style, but Terry could get anybody over and make any type of match work. He's that good of a pro. And I think with an athlete freak like Claudio, they would have tore the house down. I think it's great that you're pointing out that Terry Funk doesn't have the same build or style as <laughs> Claudio. That's incredible that you picked up on that. In case you didn't know, and you've never seen Terry Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Two things you might not know about Terry Funk. He ain't like Claudio. He ain't built like Claudio. All right, you know, uh, there's a guy not built like Claudio either. A little more thick, though. Dr. Death Steve Williams. I think him and Claudio would have had a real physical Japanese-style match. Beat the crap out of each other. And in that same nature, I'm going to say this guy, too, before I get your comments on it. Terry Gordy. So both Williams and Gordy, I think both would have been great matches for Claudio. I like the fact that you mentioned that Williams is dead, but you don't feel you need to mention that Terry Gordy's also dead. Way to break only half the story. I think both of them them would have been fantastic. Yeah, both would have been fantastic. Here's another one for you that I don't expect to see a lot of people have this one on. The Big Boss Man, Ray Trailer. When you talk about athletic free, also dead. (laughs) You're going to see a theme going here, with the exception of Terry Funk. Who's almost dead. Almost. (laughs) He's dead yet, motherfucker. Well, I'll just go right to my final guy. Ravishing Rick Rude. (laughs) Tremendous body. Could pump his ass off. Has since passed on. Rest in peace, brother. But he would have been a hell of a match. Now, I, I love you know I love your list. Every guy you mentioned on there is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I'll throw so, one more. Uh, I'll do a Jake oh, one. Yeah, by, by all by all means. Just in case you haven't covered all of my wrestlers, please throw another one out there. Nah, no way you got this guy. Stan Hilarion Hansen. Yeah, no, no way in hell. <laughs> That's the way. He's not passed away. He's still going. The bad man from Borger. He would have been a real, real fun brawl. So still, anyway. still wouldn't be able to see who he was wrestling, though. No, Claudio uh, had to look out for that close line. All right, I guess I'll do my list next i would have liked to have seen regal in his prime against claudio i think that that would have been a hell of a matchup would have liked to have seen the two of them just beat the living hell out of each other plus you'd get the technical side also i would have liked to have seen andre the giant we've yeah. seen him do the swing to the big show how much fun would it have been to see the big and would would andre have allowed the big swing like the big show did i don't know if he could have done the big swing i guess maybe i mean it's still like it is andre there's not know if that's a layup but andre was a little bit more protective of his big man status too i have kurt Kurt angle i think kurt angle in his prime especially early 2000s angle would have been absolutely incredible against claudio keep the tally list too by the way that's that's gonna be one of your boys to look out for oh yeah that's a good idea well another one of my boys to watch out for is coming up next will osprey i think will osprey would have been an interesting matchup and it's a matchup that we could see quite frankly still whereas a lot of the ones on my list unfortunately we cannot see because andre like most of your list is dead yes and then i have a guy on my list who's almost died Barry Windham mm. I love Barry Windham's style I think that the way he wrestled it would have been both a physical match and then it also I think the two of them would have had great chemistry together and Barry had under Barry similar to Claudio in the sense that early Barry did not look very strong but he'd get big guys up there and superplex the crap out of him I, I love Barry Windham I'm a little disheartened I didn't pick Barry yeah, I just think that, that my list all together, I like the fact that our lists were a little bit different. You picked yeah. a lot of my favorite wrestlers, yeah. which I could have easily have gone with, but I'm glad that our lists were a little bit different. I'm going to do something different here. I'm going to give you two lists off the bat. I got Ed Davis. He's got Kachuka, Kachuka Okada, Elio Dragunov, Ooh, nice one. Takayama, Undertaker, and Owen Hart. I'm pretty sure we have seen Undertaker versus Cesaro at some point. I love the pick, CM, not CM Punk, Owen Hart. I love the Owen Hart pick. 
Yeah, Owen could be one to look out for. I don't remember. I might see that under there again. Um, we'll keep an eye out. Well, I just put hearts so we can throw them both in there. It's fine. I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> Jack Allison. Now, he's got an interesting list. A little European flavor. He's got Pete Dunn, Mark Coffey, Kurt Angle, Gunther, and a name you got to watch out for, not Owen, but Bret Hart. I like the fact that you said a name we have to watch out for right after I got done marking off another Kurt Angle victory. Kurt's on fire. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's early. Yeah, not the, Dave might be showing a little favoritism here towards the <laughs> Harvard. I think Brett. I knew Brett was on this list a few times, though. Let's see here. I've got Daniel Crumet. I assume that's how you say that from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got William Regal, like I do. He's got Brian Danielson. He's got Mr. Ric Flair. He's got Sting. Now, I assume he means Sting in his prime. Sure. I think that would have been interesting to see Sting in his prime versus Absolutely. Some say Sting's in his the best he's done. We all nobody says that. But he did have somebody on the list who I think you're gonna pop for. He's got Big Van Vader. It's a real good one. I like that Big Van Vader pick. That one really is good. That'd be another one to see him swing around. Tim Barnes, he's got Miro, which could happen soon. That's excellent. Darby Allen, Max Caster, Andrade, and Matt Hardy. I know what you're thinking. Matt Hardy, Andrade, dream matches. <laughs> you could do anybody. Those are the ones you would want, especially Caster, given his legendary status. Well, you know me. If there's anything I believe in, it's that a dream match, when you go by definition, is matches that have already happened. So it's great that people actually do that and follow those guidelines. All right. Although we are chomping at the bit for that Max Caster audio match. Never happened. <laughs> I have got Albert Bettis from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got the one and only Brock Lesnar. Yes. Who will get a mark. Kurt Angle, who gets another mark. Bret Hart, who gets a mark. Okada. And then the Texas Rattlesnake. Somebody who doesn't come up as often as uh, you would expect him to in a lot of these lists. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think he's become forgotten because I think that anybody who's 20 years or younger, quite frankly, doesn't remember Steve anymore. I don't know if that's true, but you know what's funny? I thought when you were going to mention that list, when you said Texas first, I thought you were going to go the Texas Tornado. Carry on, Eric. Well, that would have gone along with his other picks of Lesnar, Angle, Hart, yeah. and Okada. That's, uh, that screams Texas Tornado to me. <laughs> I don't know about no. you, too, but I always like the Texas Tornado version of Kerry Von Erich better, too. Oh, absolutely. Wow. The one-footed yeah, wonder. Smith. <laughs> well, first of all, the only reason he was a tornado is because he couldn't keep balance on one foot, so he just kept spinning. There's a tornado coming! <laughs> yeah, we don't like the modern-day warrior, Kerry Von Erich. That's for damn sure. Nah, he's all right, but Texas Tornado, where it's at. I got Steven Das Brown. He's got one we could see soon, almost saw, Zack Sabre Jr., Walter, so yeah, Walter Gunther. That might be a couple votes for him. Ishii, Osprey, and then Black Taurus. Oh, that'd be a good one. I like Black Taurus. Black Taurus. I did add Walter to the list just in case. Okay. So, we go. We'll keep an eye on him. Well, since he's tied for second place, I figured we would actually add him to the list. We've got Jason Ward from the Book in the Territory Facebook group. We've got Waldo Von Eric. <laughs> We've got... Stan- Stan- Stanislaw Zabisco, not Larry Zabisco, but Stanislaw. Yes, and for the- okay, so we joke around about this, but me and Dave actually do know the history of wrestling. Waldo Von Erich was a Nazi sympathizer character that wrestled. He was a pre-runner to the actual Von Erichs. You've got Stanislaw Zabisco, who is not related to Larry Zabisco. He was actually a legitimate shoot fighter who could actually wrestle, who came over from Poland and was a hell of a wrestler. Antonio Roca, of oh, course, yeah. a lot of you people who are fans of the Lucha Libre style, 
male or a fan of the Latin style of wrestling would love Antonio Roca. And he actually he happened to be the favorite wrestler for a short time before Razor Ramon of Mama Smith. True story. She would talk all the time about Argentina, Antonio Roca, and they don't make him like Antonio Roca anymore. Now, True here's story. an interesting one. Ox Baker, for a short period of time in my career, I actually was managed by Ox Baker until he came up with the idea that I should wrestle as Adam Evil. You missed and the at boat. at that point, I decided that maybe it was time to go in a different direction. The <laughs> biggest name on the list, we've got one half of the Mulkey brothers, Bill Mulkey. I'm not sure why he picked that half, but good for him. <laughs> so took Ox's advice. He'd still be wrestling. All right, I got Nick Sharp. <laughs> He's got Minoru Suzuki. FTR, either member or both in a team match. Danhausen, and go back to feuding with his longest running nemesis, the ring steps. And apparently there's a video online of Cesaro, Claudio taking ring step <laughs> after ring step bump. So I don't think Well, I've got a good one for you. Speaking of uh, great professional wrestlers and somebody who I would have liked to have seen wrestle against Cesaro, we've got friend of the show and former guest of the show, Bob Cook. If you've never seen Bob Cook, you've never seen a right hand. This man's got one of the best of them. However, his list is an interesting one. In his number one spot, he's got nobody. In his number two spot, he's got none. Mm -mm. Number three, he's got none. Number four, also none. Oh, and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Number five and the number one pick of all time for him, none. I am going to suspect from this list that Bob is a huge fan and he just really wanted to contribute. Thank you, Bob. Uh, we appreciate I do you. want to clarify something for the fans listening at home or watching this. He did not actually mean none as in N-U-N. He was not talking about actually Claudio versus a sister hood of nuns. So I just want to clarify that before we go forward. I think Bob just likes to be a smart ass once in a while. And that's okay. You know why? We love Bob. We love Bob. Mike Calderwell of BCW Pro Wrestling, former guest of the show always giving us stuff and giving us stuff to work with he's got a list this week and i love it i'm not gonna lie he's got ricky the dragon steamboat tell me that would be a hell of a match he's got macho man randy savage another hell of a match he's got get your pen ready brett the hitman heart because he knows that would be a great match he's got sean michaels and finally, he went with the more popular Zabisco, Larry Zabisco, and he thinks that would be a hell of a match, too. I think this is the first time, and I could be wrong. Producer Joe, please correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first time in 531 history that both of the Zabiscos have made different lists in the same show? I could be wrong, but hey, great things are popping. I don't know if he knows that off the top of his head, but I, I think it is the first time, yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's got it written in his notebook somewhere as to how many times the Zabiscos have been mentioned. It's got to be the first time that both have been mentioned. We finally pulled it off. Great job, guys. Breaking news. <laughs> All right, All right. Well, I've got the original Vandal, Vandal yeah. Drummond. I assume oh, that guess. he's son of one of the Drummond boys from Different Strokes. No, he's not. Former guest of the show. That's all right. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> he's got La Momia. He's got the ghost of Spaceman Frank Hickey. Ooh. He's got Claudio and Orange Cassidy versus Brian Danielson and Scotty Tuhati. And he's also got Claudio and Negro Navarro versus El Hijo del Vikings and Ricky Steamboat. I love it. And if that's, if that's not enough, El Hombre Invisible. I love it. 
I absolutely love this guy's list every time he comes up Van- with him. Vandal Drummond is the man. I joke around about different strokes just because I knew that that was one of Dave's favorite shows as a kid, and I'd pop him. But Vandal, we love you. What you talking about, AJ? All right, I got Randy Osga. He's got Randy Savage. Oh, another vote for Randy Savage. Wardlow. Yeah. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be Bret Hart. <laughs> you might not He's just taking off. the lead, by the way. Keith Lee and Jordan Grace. Intergender oh. match. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I, would, I, I would love to see Jordan Grace also. Let's talk about strength. There are very few people as strong as Jordan Grace pound for pound in the world. I agree. All yeah. right, I've got Dave, don't call me Fabian Fabe. He's got Bruno San Martino. Yes. Chris Hero. Andre the Giant has come back. Oh, he's back. Big John Stud And a man who I think is one of the most overrated wrestlers of all time, Antonio Inoki. Antonio Inoki. <laughs> I know you said that to before off air one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time Big yeah. fan of yeah. did i say underrated i meant overrated <laughs> alex lorenzo coming at us here this week he's got brett the hitman Hart. brett Hart makes another list hbk sonata naito and jay white that's a hell of a list right there. First of all, I like anybody who includes Switchblade Jay White on their list. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Switchblade. All right, I've got Mike Aubin. He's got a hell of a list here. I actually like this. He's got the Dynamite Kid, which I yeah. think would have been a heck of a match. He's got the British Bulldog, which power for power would have been a heck of a match. And then we've got Big John Stud making another list. Kurt Angle starting to come back here. Watch out, Brett. And then he's got the Undertaker. I got Gabriel Horse from Twitter. I don't think and, you can call our fans Horse. <laughs> horse. He's got Kenny Omega, Eddie Kingston, the rematch, <laughs> Hangman Page, Jungle Boy, and Darby Allen. That's a good list, too. That's not too bad of current superstars. I've got Kevin Irvine. I assume he's related to the chef. What's his name there? Whatever his name is, Chef Irvine. And then we've got Brock Lesnar finally getting another vote. Yes. We've got Bret Hart getting another vote. we got the British Bulldog again. We've got Ishii and then Takayama. Takayama. I think that's the second one. Anthony Letera's got a list again for us this week. He's got MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Kenny Omega, and Will Oscar. So a couple AEW with another one. Yeah, back to back. So I've got the illustrious producer Joe. Oh yeah, he's got Antonio Inoki, who I think I shared my feelings with earlier. We've also got Apero. We've got Brock Lesnar. He's got Okada, and now. I could go with Bret Hart, but he went with the Jake rule. So I'm pretty sure he wants Harry Smith on the list. And we'll put, we'll just leave Brett off. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh, no, no. We'll count Brett. We'll count him. Harry, whatever. Brett, go through Brett. <laughs> I got Mike Flynn. He's got Minoru Suzuki, John Moxley, Ricochet, Bret Hart, and as he put it, a deep cut, Doug Furness. Oh, that's a I great one. That. I'm uh, glad he went with Doug Furness and not Phil LaFon. <laughs> I like Phil LaFon, but I would have went with Doug Furness too. Absolutely. One of the pound for pound strongest men of all time. Well, I've got Al Simmons. He's got Bret Hart. Kurt Angle, the British Bulldog, who is that we should have probably kept track of because he's now been said a lot. We've also got Kane and then Takayama again. Yama. And then I've got John White. He's got Owen Hart, Bret Hart. We've got Kurt Angle, Josh Alexander. Nice. And Lesnar. Nice, nice, nice. And it's funny because Jake St. John is back and he's got Doug Furnace at number five as well. One of him and have been talking. All right. Will Ospreay, Katsuka Okada, Minoru Suzuki. I feel like they, Okada and Suzuki's made a few lists too. And number one on this list, Bret Hart. 
I'm shocked. <laughs> All right, so I got Jason Blake. Blake Michelle, main event this week, Jason Blake. Go ahead. I'm going to assume he means Trent Seven. Uh, how do you say it? Severns. Trent Severns, because he put Trent Seven, and I don't know who Trent Seven is. So we're going to go with Trent Severns. Tremendous former member of Mustache Mountain. Gunther, or Walter if you prefer. Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar finally comes back for another one. And then Brett the Hitman Hart comes back again. You gotta love it. So, we did not even count these during this, but you have an idea. I mean, you've, you've kind of hit this, but what's the official count now? Oh, no. I, I There's a lot of them that we didn't count that could have probably added up to a good amount. Yeah. But Brett Hart. I know you're going to be shocked by this. Came out on top with 12. Kurt Angle's in the number two spot with six. Yeah. And then Lesnar and Osprey are actually tied at four. All right. We will boot off Lesnar because, let's be honest, they probably would have just jobbed out poor Cesaro anyway. It would have been a hell of a match. Don't get me wrong. Lesnar brings something different to the table. But let's go with Osprey because he's going to bring something a little different. Osprey, yeah. Kurt Angle, and Brett. Okay. But first of all, you're going to be the one who has to tell Lesnar he's booted off first. I will not tell us or anything. He <laughs> <laughs> won the list as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I bet you would kick out Brett first. <laughs> but... Absolutely not. You wouldn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. So while Brett is not on my list of dream matches, Brett is one of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time. Yeah. He is a fun show and matched up well with everybody. Believe it or not, out of this list, even though I like Osprey, he's got to go first. Yeah. Just because I think the other two styles match better I with agree. Cesaro. And I think they'd be more entertaining matches. I agree. And I think like Terry Funk, Brett's just one of those guys. He finds a way to just to get the best match out of somebody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I joke around about Brett because, you know, I'm a dick. But when you watch his classic matches, they still hold up. So who who's the winner in your opinion? Make, make oh, me Kurt a, Angle. actually struggle with both of these. Kurt. Yeah, Kurt only because I think that when it comes to wrestling, to me, the style is a little bit more. Because normally you go, well, who would draw more? Right. But I don't think Brett's going to draw more than Kurt. I think if you look at their primes and their main events, I think they draw about the same. I'm going to disagree a little bit, but I'm also going to agree and hear, hear me out. I actually, I don't, I, I think Brett's the bigger draw, draw because I think Brett just had a little more run main event. If you're asking me who had the better career, it's Brett Hart because he had a little bit of a longer tenure more on top, more by himself. Although Kurt, went for a while in TNA. It's just that TNA never quite made that national scene like WWE did at the time, unfortunately. Although that TNA had a hell of a fucking roster. There's no reason to think they shouldn't. So I think the problem, and, and I do agree with you, but the problem is, is when Brett was at his best is also some of the WWE's lowest numbers. Right. Well, that's not where I'm, I, I'm going. I'm going to pick Kurt actually as the guy, number one for the dream match, despite what our fans pick him. But there's a reason. I, I Again, I just think Kurt, I think Bret Hart was the bigger wrestler, although Kurt was in the attitude there. So this is a little more arguable. But here's what to me is an argument. Despite not being in the WWE for as long because of injuries, Kurt Angle, and maybe he didn't win as many titles as Bret did or Flair did, although he won a lot. Kurt is a once-in-a-lifetime wrestler. Honestly, when I really think about it, I don't think there is a better in-ring competitor, period, bell-to-bell, in terms of athleticism and strength and agility and in pure technical wrestling ability than Kurt Angle. And if Kurt was in his prime today... He would have amazing matches with Danielson, Claudio, and whoever. Yeah, I, I, I am going to go with Kurt Angle this week, and I think that would be our number one dream match, Kurt Angle. Yeah I, agree, yeah, I agree with you for the same reasons that you said. To me, Kurt is the best all-around athlete that I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. There are people that are, might be faster. There are people that might be more aerial. There are people that might be stronger. But when you put the whole package together, 
there's nobody who could do everything the way that he could. And he still has one of the greatest moonsaults I've ever seen. One of the best, Kurt Angle. You hear it first. This week's winner, 5-3-1, Kurt Angle. All right, guys, we are coming back for more Pro Wrestling Illustrated's PWI 500 talk. And I wanted to do a talk on top 10 lists. And I wanted to keep it a little more organized than last week. So we'll have you guys, if you haven't, I assume you're not familiar with who made the top 10. Nope. I mean, I know Roman Reigns is, you know, number one. I remember I didn't. I didn't want to look at it only because I knew we were going to be doing something. And I love the shock and awe of the situation. And Roman Reigns was number one this year. He was number two last year. And I'll kind of refer to where these guys were over the past couple of years and ask questions. Who do you think made it number two? on the list you got to remember the evaluation period is july 21st 2021 to june 30th 2022 and think about in-ring achievement influence technical ability competition and activity john moxley yeah i like john moxley he did not even make the top 10 let's see how does john moxley not make the top 10 if it's hangman page i'm gonna be absolutely shocked Hangman Page is in the top 10. Where do you think he fell? I'm going to guess seven. Who you got, Dave? Number five. He was number four. Uh-huh. Wow. So who was number two? Number two was Kazuchika Okada. Okay. Now, with Okada being two, who do you think placed third? See, I, I'm trying to remember this time period. That's the tough part. I, feel I know like- Jericho's not because we talked about Jericho last week. Yeah, it's like they give it to C- Oh, please, please tell me they didn't give it to CM Punk. CM Punk made number three. Number three. Wow. <laughs> wow, Phil Brooks. <laughs> I was I was now, hoping I was wrong. <laughs> now the only name you probably won't get is number eight because it's outside of the US and not a familiar one like from Japan. Moxley not on this top ten, but he was sixth the year before. So who's sixth this year? Six this year. I mentioned it last week, but it is Cody Rhodes. Oh, Cody. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, the funny thing about that is if you think about the activity, Cody Rhodes was not as active as you could have been. He did have the matches with Seth Rollins, but those were far and few between. And he did, He wasn't that active. He was primarily injured at the well, end of his run in AEW also. If you look at that time period, though, he was when he left in a feud with Sammy Guevara for the TNT title a couple times. And then when he came to WWE, he wasn't some big spotlighted matches to with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. But to your point, yeah, I don't think he was incredibly active, but his matches were meaningful. So, yeah, I can see why Cody would make the top 10. I don't know if I would have had yeah, a I'm not surprised. Who was number five, though? Moxley actually made 12. Number five was Bobby Lashley. Okay. Well, no, I mean, no, that makes sense. He had a hell of a year. Yeah. You know, this is a kayfabe list, and this is based off of their kayfabe accomplishments, and Bobby Lashley is one of the more consistent competitors in that regard. Yeah, and before, you got to remember, before Reigns unified the belts, Lashley she had a hell of a run. Yeah, Bobby was book strong. Number eight, like I said, it's a foreign name. Who is somebody you've heard their name a lot, but you're not familiar with the wrestler? Uh, I think if uh, I said Kingo from Mexico, AAA, that would be a name I'm not too familiar, a person I'm not too familiar with. El Ijo del Fikingo was number eight this year. No shit. Because <laughs> I was thinking about it, like I'm very, I'm familiar enough with like top acts in Japan, but Mexico, I know Bandito, I know Roosh, so I'm like, okay, who's a top Mexican athlete that I haven't heard a ton, ton of? And I listened to Conan's podcast, and he's mentioned him a few times. Bandito and Jericho had a hell of a match this week. Bandito is a fucking amazing machine, by the way. Just a little sidebar here. Ben, ben Kingo is awesome from what I've heard. But Bandito, that one-handed press slam he does, the suplex where he holds the guy up for a minute, 
outstanding. Yeah, absolutely. Now That's you've got an AEW wrestler, a WWE wrestler, and somebody that used to be an ROH wrestler rounding out the top 10. So Osprey did not make the top 10? Osprey did not make the top 10. Wow. Let's see where he placed. Who is somebody that's been injured more lately, but would have had a good run on the first end of this? He was, uh, is he an AEW talent or a WWE? WWE. Will Osprey was 27th. Wow. Okay. So I assume when they filled this out, they were all blindfolded. <laughs> For me, it's hard to take myself into that weird time frame of summer to summer because, yeah. you know, I tend to think about like the last six months. Who's a top Basically WWE talent injured. injured? Oh, top- Randy Orton. Randy Orton. That's a good one. Yeah. Randy Orton, let's see where he placed. Not top ten. I was just thinking that he was injured recently and that he had a good run 47. going with it. 47. Okay. All right. So. Was there a former Ring of Honor in the top 10, too, you said? There was. Okay. Oh, Samoa Joe. He's got to be one of these guys, maybe. There's no way Samoa Joe's in the top 10. He's a former Ring of Honor guy. Yeah, but he he didn't wrestle between last June and July and June, I don't think. I don't see Samoa Joe in here. Interesting. Solo Sokoa's in here. What what about Brian Danielson? Oh, Brian Danielson was number seven. Brian Danielson. Okay. Back to the comments. Jonathan Gresham? Jonathan Gresham is number 10. Ah, okay. okay. That's why uh, I said former Ring of Honor to kind of, you know, because it is up in the air where he's at now. So we need one WWE guy. Number nine. Oh, God, God, tell me it's not Drew McIntyre. Nope. He he hasn't been injured as of late too bad. Yeah. Oh, so the WWE guy is the guy who's injured. Yep. It's very much something of time out of mind right now. Yeah, yeah. We're having trouble even thinking of them. Yeah, so it's not Randy Orton. No, 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 it wouldn't be that. So, okay, it's not Randy Orton. It's not Cody. We've already established Cody. So, man, if it's not Randy Orton. Give me one second, because I'm thinking it's a SmackDown Audio-wise, this is going to be compelling. (laughs) Uh, Got it again. Exactly got it. He was the champ for a little bit. I forgot about that. And, and, yeah, I, and I was thinking SmackDown guy. Yeah. yeah. I thought maybe back it was just a fan of the big fair they have up in Massachusetts around September, the Big E. It's big going e. on right now, actually, the Eastern States Exhibition. By the way, Dan Backley will be on the combat cast with me and Chevy this week, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, live. And we'll be discussing big our big announcement coming up where you can check some videos wait, wait. out of and ours. I can't. I can't believe Dan Backley's taking the time to talk to you two schmucks. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've got something interesting cooking up cross cross promotion wise that'll be announced that day. And next week we have a big surprise for the fans. But you're gonna have to get on Fight TV and uh, search for a certain event to find out. We're yeah. gonna keep it secret till then. We're gonna hype it. But yeah. we got big things coming for you as well as a live five three one on Kazuchika Okada dream matches and I'm actually going to be away for the weekend so the PWI 500 segment is going to take a week off so we have a lot of big things cooking guys I believe that's technical term is big things popping yeah, little thing dropping. Randy, what's up, Randy Oscar? Yeah, big big announcement coming that weekend though. Fight TV is where you're gonna see it. 
I can't believe this shit's happening. I don't even want to sit on it, but we'll sit on it for a little bit. And Okada, top five Okada dream matches, huh? Yeah, let's hope we get some responses there. It, it's been a little light the last couple of weeks compared to what we were getting before. The Mothership, I don't know if they're digging our list as much. We're taking the suggestion we got, but, you know, we have to figure it out. You might want to tune into a certain title versus career match. It's, I think that's the most we want to say right now. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Like to, I'd like to point out, though, if that other one happened. Do you guys want to talk anything else before we go get out of here for the day? The only thing I really want to say, I think we kind of covered that little sidebar, was I really became a big fan of Bandito the other night. Love what's going on with him. And love, you know, SmackDown tonight. Zami Zayn. I can't wait to see what's next with this guy. He's been, like, one of my favorite people on TV right how, now. So, How are we not going to talk about the fact that Soraya has not missed a beat? I mean, it was like 2015 all over again. Just sharp as can be. Oh, yeah. On fire on the mic. I mean... <laughs> boy is boy is the lady division going to improve with this one i hope her wrestling ability hasn't lost a beat okay so we'll tackle that real quick before we get out of here here's what's disappointing about that i went from thinking the way she came out that oh man this girl's coming back to wrestle and then i saw her last night like doing some kind of quasi commissioner thing where she's booking matches and i'm like oh shit they might not have her able to wrestle and now it's like it wasn't like it was booked so well or she spoke so well or i was like oh, that was a great segment i'm like ah oh, fuck <laughs> so yeah that might have been you talk about the initial yeah. pop might be the highlight of this run it might be i don't know we'll see i hope she can wrestle or they have something for her but yeah <laughs> I think they should start off with a dog collar match. When she came out, I thought they were just trying to use her to establish the women's division, kind of like give it some credibility. And, you know, it, there's been reports that she's not cleared to wrestle yet, which it could very well be the case, but it was just a sloppy segment. It felt like that day. And well, first I, of, it took away from a little bit of the hype. She was trying to call up Tony storm to give her props. And Tony storm's like, wow, this is going down quick. It was like, she was trying to stay away from her. So she didn't catch whatever the hell Saray is caught. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I, this was, wasn't one of my favorite dynamites this past week, other than that bandito Jericho match, which I thought they tore it down though. Well, I did enjoy the first segment. I thought that, was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's uh, I mean, you like? No, I enjoyed Garcia showing a little bit of personality. Uh, yeah, so when he, he was talking about what the fans might like, I thought that was good. And yeah. him joining Danielson, that was awesome. I'm surprised Luigi Primo got on TV again. He <laughs> laid him out, which was great. I think we've seen enough wrestling to know that with no physical actual interaction there, he might not necessarily be with Danielson. Oh, yeah. I'm not convinced. I'm totally, I'm, I keep thinking Swerve the whole time here. Yeah. Well, he's not physically touching anybody from the Jericho appreciation he's people down here or there, but he hasn't yeah, punched anybody. Or yeah. So we'll see how this match turns out tonight on rampage. There's an interesting match for the tag team championship, a uh, triple threat match. So that will be one to see Backley thinking Garcia will be on his own. That could be very interesting. Ooh, MJF versus Wheeler Yuta. That is definitely going to be a match to see. Yeah. Can we get rid of the gun club? <laughs> I'm usually pro NRA, but this is one gun club I'd like to see go away. Yeah, they're still early in their run, so there's something to get used to. But guys, I think that'll do it for today. Good luck next week with the Okada Dream matches. And I'm sure Roman Reigns or John Cena will be the number one list somehow. Hopefully we get more Zabisco next week. 
Acknowledge me. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at FansWorking. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 